This episode is brought to you by The Retro Gaming Solution. Our friend Andy Griffith, no, not the one from Mayberry, is the man when it comes to building you a retro pie gaming system on a budget. With dozens of console game systems available as well as literally thousands of old school games that can all be placed on one small system. Let Andy build you the custom game system you've always wanted. Just head over to localsolegends.com, click on the Retro Gaming Solution link right over on the right side of the screen, and make sure you tell him that you heard about it on Locals to Legends Wrestling Radio. Break yourself, fool! Everybody, and this is the Jackson Reaction Podcast with Drunken Rose Jackson and Gene Jackson. Who's not drunk? I'm driving. No, he's driving because I'm drunk. Anyway, we just seen David Tell, and it was the most badass fucking show, comedy show I've ever seen. It's pretty good. It's better than when we seen him in Nashville, don't you agree? Yeah, it was very good. Uh, the girl that opened was very funny, and I'm not always a fan of female comedians. Call it sexist, whatever you want, but... Uh, she was very funny. The the feature act, Ian, I can't recall his last name. We'll find it online somewhere. But he was he was freaking hilarious. And, of course, Dave Patel is the master. I mean, that guy, I mean, I've watched so much comedy and studied so much comedy in the last few years. And it's just crazy how funny he is. And with seemingly hardly any effort almost, he's just, he's just, he's the master of it. And, and he is. I mean, he's like... Like, I don't know. He's, like, the best. Like, we've seen Anthony Jeselnik. We've seen, I mean... Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Jim Norton. Doug Benson. Doug Benson. The list goes on and on. I mean, we've seen tons of comics in, in the time that we've been going. And, like, David Tell is, like, my number one. Yeah. Like, and you know what's what's the best thing? What? <laughs> Not only that I got tore up on my birthday weekend. Woo, woo. Yeah. But I got to meet David Tell. You did, I nice. did, and he was very—he's very, nice very nice. I think he doesn't like people though, because he crossed his arms. Yeah, yeah, he's—he's he's one of those people. He's very anti-people. Yeah, he does. He's not gonna put his arm around you and all that. But hey, at yeah. least he stood. Let us stand next to him. Unlike Polly, like Polly Shore. unlike Polly Shore that put the chairs in front of us because he's a germaphobe. Not just us specifically, everybody. Just to clarify <laughs> that. He's a germaphobe. Yeah, but I think David Tell's got a little of that. I didn't try to shake his hand or anything. Yeah, and it's cool. I, I got to respect that, you know? Yeah. I got to respect that because, I mean, he he's, he was, oh, my God, like, the set he did tonight was, like, 20 times more fantastic than when we front row seen him yeah, in I Nashville. I loved it in Nashville, but tonight was just Oh, God. It was, it was like, fantastic. Very, very Fan funny man. Fucking-tastic. Like, anybody who, who aspires to be a comedian or just enjoys comedy, like, I suggest you watch as much of his stuff as you can because he's just oh my god, yes, he's the king. And I I mean, yeah, his comedy is a little like you know odd or black. Yeah, I mean, to some people, it's like set the whole family down. You don't want to set your mom down or your grandmoms because like oh my god, oh my god, grandma would have a stroke. Uh, She she would have a stroke. Like mama would have a she'd slap you. But there's not many comedians that we watch and enjoy that we would. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, dark humor is fucking funny. I can't help it. I mean, 
bring your dad to the comedy club anytime soon to watch any of our favorites, that's for sure. So. My dad probably would have liked it, though. Some of it, yeah. But it's still, yeah. it's, it would be, I would think it would be uncomfortable for you. Well, he would stop and go, what, he'd go, what did he say? Because, like, yeah. he'd go, what's jizz? I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I had to explain that to my 84-year-old daddy. Yeah, <laughs> nobody, nobody needs that. <laughs> you don't know, though. He might explain you don't know. to you. I mean, well, you know, and I don't want to know that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I These mean, are the things that I'm saying. I'm not saying he wouldn't find it funny or that he wouldn't get it. I'm just saying it's not not conversations you want to have on the way home with your father or anyone in your immediate family. Unless well, you're one of these people that have these weird relationships with your folks where you talk about nasty shit and that's yeah and i don't i don't i mean i cuss in front of dad like i I that's different i throw the f-bomb down every now and then and he'll 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 correct me sometimes to say what'd you say and i'm like freak and and then he'll start laughing but like you know and i'll throw a son of a bitch in there every now and then just see his reaction but you know i mean it it's just that's just the relationship me and dad have you know but it's just I dropped an F-bomb from my dad a few years ago, and now it's just how we roll, you know. Not not when everybody's in the room, but, like, once everybody goes to it's bed at night and, and we're just there talking, it's, yeah, yeah. it's pretty rough. Well, it's kind of like me and my dad. It's just me and him. It's, you know, the MFers and the fucks and the everything else come out. And he yeah. sometimes he'll correct me and go, Rosemary, what'd you say? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, mother freaking, you know what? And, and he'll start laughing. But, I mean, Dad's cool, you know, to be 84, and, you know, he is a little yeah. stuck in the time frame uh, of the 50s, but, you know. He's the man. He's, he's cool. My daddy's cool. He is. But, uh, we're so. Gonna see, we're going to go see him tomorrow, so. Yeah, I'm going to go visit Dad. So, we're celebrating your birthday this weekend. Your birthday's not until Tuesday. Yeah, well, you know, I, I hate it when your birthday falls yeah, in the middle of the week, because that's, what are you going to do on a Tuesday? Tuesday? That's bullshit. So, today, so, we, we took you out to the uh, second Charles, which you're a big fan of. Tell tell everybody what you found at the second Charles. Oh, my God. I got the Jaws pop vinyl. I got... The special one. The special one with with the oxygen tank in his mouth, which is cool. I got um, Chief Brody to go with him because you can't have Jaws if you don't got Brody. I mean, with a chum bucket. With a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. I mean, that's like the greatest. That'd be pretty pointless. And Yeah, and, and, I, and then you bought me the most awesome, awesome, awesome Ghostbusters pop collection. It's got Peter Vinkman. It's got... Okay, Bill Murray. Bill Murray, okay. Peter Vinkman. It's got Egon, Harold okay, Ramis. Harold Ramis. Okay, and it's got the little, the little green dude, Slimer. In the middle, and they've got him. Got they've got him. him in the stream, yeah. and it, they it, didn't cross him. Yeah, God. they didn't cross him because this bad. You never cross the stream, okay? So they got him up in the stream, and it's like, oh my God, it's the most awesome pop vinyl collection ever. I love it. And so, like, I gotta like clean out like five shelves for all these things. I got no room. I got pop vinyls out to ass now. Yeah. So. It's weird because we haven't gone pop vinyl shopping in a while. And so before we headed out today, you know, you had said, well, we're going to go look at the pop vinyls, but, you know, I'm running out of room. We're not going to go buy a bunch, but it's only if they have Ghostbusters or Jaws or, and you named off a few different ones. I did like that. God, they had every goddamn one. I did. I did like that Crash Bandicoot and his little nitro car, man. That thing was badass, but he was $30. That's insane. Like, that is insane. It's just Crash Bandicoot. Like, okay, $19.99 like Jaws, you know? I mean, 
It's, I mean, yeah, it's Crash Bandicoot and everything, and I got the fake Crash Bandicoot, which is yeah. pretty cool, you know. But so I don't know. I may have to go back and get him at some point. Yeah, we, we will. We're in a little better. Because Crash Nitro Racing's like my my game. I love it. Love yeah. it. So let's let's backtrack for just a second because we just dove balls deep into this episode without much explanation. Well, I'm sorry. I'm drunk. I don't I have any context. Anybody, my bad. Anybody who's heard these things when you're drunk, they understand. Well, I'm just saying. They, I hope they do. I hope they do. So we haven't done one of these in a really long time. And we talked about on the way to Huntsville. That's where we've been. Uh, maybe bringing the podcast back. Because we've got some things to talk about. Because besides what you got today, your Jaws and your Ghostbusters and your Dave Attell uh, comedy show, also got a, as people know that's been on our Facebooks, the Retro Pie retro video game system with over 10,000 games. 10,685 to be exact. Being exact. That's exactly what you got. So, what we're going to be doing on this podcast, as we play these games, we're going to be doing podcasts that we'll record while we play the games. We'll be giving our uh, reviews of the games as in how we remember them from, in some cases, 30 years ago or more, 20-something years ago or more, how they you know hold up today all that sort of thing, which I think will be fun for some people. Um, like I say, there's just a never-ending supply of games, and spoiler alert, uh, we heard from our buddy Andy today, and we might be getting a bunch more games, like, maybe doubling down on the amount of games. Like, double down, like, 22,000. Just Do you know insane. how many quarters that is? God, yeah. Oh, my God. So, Oh, my God. So, we've been playing this thing for a couple of weeks now. And the great thing about, I mean, you know, we like I say, anybody that's followed us on uh, Facebook and all that, you know, we've kind of described there's there's over, as it stands right now, we've got over 2,000 arcade games, nearly 3,000. It's like 2,800 and change. And then, of course, you've got your Super Nintendo, your Nintendo... PlayStation, your Sega Genesis, your regular Sega Master System, your Famicom, your Famicom, Super Famicom, N64, N64, Atari 2600, 7800, 7800, 5600. 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, 5, so all this shit. <laughs> a lot. But the cool thing to me is the arcade games. Because oh, God. You hit select, and it's just like you would have put a quarter in there when you was a kid. So me and you together have beaten Double Dragon. We've beaten Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Both Ninja Turtles. Both sets of Ninja Turtles. Both. One uh, and two. Uh, I've beaten Super, WWF Superstars, WWF WrestleFest. And to think of all the quarters it would have took us to do that besides select. I we could have bought this game system just the money we saved <laughs> on the I game. I can tell play. you alone the time at the skate ring I spent in the, the just stacks of quarters that I piled into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Like, just to beat the first one. Like, I, I mean, insane amounts of money, man. I mean, like, my whole allowance for, like, weeks and weeks on video games. I'd go to Lad's Castle and drop, like, 20 bucks a fucking week in that thing. You know? Like, yeah. and I wouldn't even get halfway through half the games I played. Like, this is like, oh, my God. Like, you have no idea how fantastic it is to hit that select button. And get like unlimited 20, 30, 50 credits yeah. and play like Capcom versus Marvel and beat the shit out of everybody. Oh my god, I fucking love it. Like it like I have to say the arcade versions that we got the the whatever that's called, the M M N 
whatever. M-A-N-E, which is. Yeah, M-A-N-E. Uh, that is like, oh my God. It's an emulator or something. Yeah, it's like Midway. It's like all the all the arcade game versions. And I love that. That is that is have to be probably my favorite besides the 64 games. For people our age, maybe people much younger than us and maybe people much older than us can't understand. For people in our age group, from the people who I'd say who are in their 30s up to their mid-40s right now, if, if somebody would have come back in a time machine and said to you when you were around 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 years old, that range, and said, there's going to come a day where you're going to have a little box next to your TV the size of a miniature Nintendo and it's going to have almost 11,000 games on it. Pretty much every game that you like right now and some you haven't even thought of yet in your living room to play for free anytime you want. What would you... I mean, you wouldn't have believed them. You wouldn't have thought the the technology would ever come around to make that a reality. That's... Hell no. I mean, I'm telling you, there there were many times at Aladdin's Castle and I I know there's people that probably know us that are like, what the fuck's in Aladdin's Castle? Yeah. But let me tell you something. Aladdin's Castle back in the day was like Chuck E. Cheese without the ball pit and the good pizza. Yeah. Like, you, all you had was just video games. And it, it had the coolest fucking video games. And video games, air hockey. Air hockey. Kind of and, and like the little grabbing machines and all that shit. Yeah. And uh, I used to play my main games I went and played. And, and I remember a lot of them. And I'm going to play some of those. Spy Hunter. Pole Position, Mrs. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Mortal Kombat, Capcom vs. Marvel, the Ninja Turtles, Double Dragon, you know, I mean, (laughs) I can't even tell you how many weekends I spent in that place. Mama would drop me off the minute that thing opened at 9 o'clock, and I would stay all day, and she'd come pick me up at the end of the day. Like, it was the greatest thing ever. And back then, you didn't have to worry about that. You know, you just drop the kids off at the mall, and they was safe. Yeah. You know, I mean... You, all day. Yeah, you wander go around. Down Julius, go down to Orange Julius. Seven, you know, That's right. Get you a corn dog. Get you an Orange Julius. Go back, play some play some more uh, games, you know. I mean, that was that was my weekend. You know, that and the skating ring was my weekend. And, I mean, I feel bad. You know, kids nowadays, you know, they don't... I mean, I know it ain't popular with kids now. They do different... I guess they got different things going on. You got electronics, cell phones. Well, I mean, you can play games computers. that are ten yeah. times more complex than anything we played in the arcade on their mother's phone. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's not special to them to be able to go somewhere. Well, I know, and they'll never know that nostalgia that yeah. we had as kids in the 80s and 90s. You that know? excitement of going in there and seeing what new game they have. I or mean, you can be able to get on there and play it, or is there too big of a line? You know? <laughs> or getting your crusty dollars to go through the machine to give tokens. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Cussing. Cussing. Some quick the dollar worst, to keep flipping out. The worst cuss words you ever say as a kid is when that damn dollar won't go in there and get you change. People are lining up at Mortal Kombat or, you know, WrestleFest or whatever. Yeah, and you got to wait, like, two hours to get to Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, You're so amped up, you kick the shit out of the little bastard you have to play when you finally get on there. <laughs> you got next, damn it, you know. Yeah. But I, I remember, I remember, like, you know, when you sit around with your friends, you're a kid, and talk about, you know, if you ever won the lottery, if you became rich, or, is, you know, or two months ago with your coworkers, if you get get your uh, Make-A-Wish money, but that's another <laughs> podcast altogether. Um, Don't make me laugh, I got a 
I got to pee and I've been drinking, right, so it's this pretty will be bad. A very serious podcast. Yes, it's got to be very um, serious. But you know, I, would, I remember saying, man, if I ever won the lottery, if I become rich when I'm older, I'm going to buy a WrestleFest arcade machine. I'm going to buy a Mortal Kombat arcade machine. All these arcade games I wanted to buy, which are usually, you know, $1,500, $2,000, sometimes more, sometimes less. I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to win the lottery. For under 300 bucks, we've got all that in our living room. Right and, now. and look, I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking the people that have those. I mean, because oh, there's shit. No. That, that's a thing that like there's places here in Huntsville that have you know machines like that. Yeah. You go in, you pay, you can play the old pinball machines, you play the old Atari games, different things. You know, nostalgia, retro. But yeah. and, and, and and like we've got a retro, you know, Super Nintendo and a, an NES, old old school Nintendo. And, you know, I mean, shit, we got PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. I mean, it, there one time I had a Dreamcast. I had an Xbox. I had a GameCube. I had you name it. I, yeah. I mean, a Sega. I had, you know, I had every I had every game there was. Every gaming system. And, I mean, some of them I still have. I've still got a Game Boy. I have Game Boy, you know, Advance. It's, it's just... If somebody can give you a system that has every game you ever wanted in it, why wouldn't you take it? Yeah. So I mean, we're not, you know, we're not trying to make this whole podcast a commercial for our buddies' gaming systems. Well, but no, just, you know, but, making you understand, like, how cool this is for us. Like, you know, this was kind of both of our, you know, birthday presents to each other. And, you know, like we've sat and talked about it since before and after we got it, you know, if we had woke up one morning and got the notion of you know we want to collect all these gaming systems and collect all these games you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a quarter of what great we play and i understand for most people it's about the collection it's about having the you know i get that it's, it's different and I'm i was there one time for our, I, I was there one time yeah for what we want to do but for what i want to do now this is freaking i perfect, mean it is know? it really is and, so and I mean, I know there's people that, you know, I'm on that Nintendo whatever gamer list on group yeah. on Facebook. And, you know, they shit all over retro pies. Oh, that's fine. And, you know, you know, I feel bad because, I mean, these people, you know, they're hardcore gamers. Maybe far more hardcore than me ever. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, I just, I just see it as, it's just, a, it's an evolving thing. Because as we progress and we, we get older and, you know, years go by technology is going to make it to where everything is going to be accessible on just one little hard drive. You know? I mean, music's already that way. I mean, you've pretty much made CDs ops of fucking leet. Yeah. You know, people only buy vinyl for nostalgia reasons. And that'll fade away again. It'll fade away eventually. I mean, I know people that collect vinyl. And hey, man, I ain't got no problem with that. I'd like to start doing it myself. Yeah. Just for the fact that, you know, hey, I know nothing's like vinyl. And there's a certain feel and a certain sound that you get with vinyl you don't get with digital. Right. And I get that. And I can appreciate that as a music lover. But for simplicity's sake, if I can go download, I just went and downloaded every Tool album Tool has, like in five minutes. Do you know how tremendous that is for me, seeing as Tool is one of the last people that yeah, ever... The last holdouts on we're not going to ever put their music yeah. on a digital platform you can't fight the system forever i mean if you want your stuff to be out there 
and your fans to be able to, you know, have access, you, you got to go there. So. Hey, and I was one of the people willing to pay, you know, 30 bucks for a CD. Yeah. You know, I mean, I did it for years. And do you know how tremendous it was to wake up, you know, Friday morning and be like, holy shit, I got every Tool album ever. Oh, my God. I've seen a lot of people saying it was like Christmas morning. It was like fucking Christmas, man. Fucking Christmas. I played the whole Anemia album all the way to work, all the way through work. Like, I played it like three or four times in the course of the weekend. I feel like I'm going to do 10,000 days maybe tomorrow, and I'll blast it through probably Wednesday. Just, it's like tremendous to me. Like, just right there, every song I want to hear. And it's awesome. So, so for anybody that's listening to this, it's just kind of giving you an idea of what to expect if you if you listen more in the future. And we hope you do. Um, you know, we got this gaming system. We're going to be playing and reviewing all these different games. You know, Rosie and me collect these pop vinyls. We'll be talking about collecting those. Um, I obviously still collect all my wrestling figures and, you know, Coliseum videos and stuff like that. So, we'll, you know, we'll cover some of that as we get them and maybe go back through the room and, and you know, talk about some of those and, and tell the story of how we got them and different stuff like that and uh we'll talk about these comedy shows we go to and you know concerts we still got some stuff to go back and talk about during this time that we weren't recording podcast we've you know we've seen metallica uh rosie went and saw tool with our buddy insane lane uh we went and saw the you know, pink floyd laser light show we went to you know quite a few interesting wrestling shows so as uh, as we put episodes out, we'll go back and touch on a lot of those things. And uh, if you're if you're a listener, uh, contact us on Facebook if there's something you want on the show or something you'd like to a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or you know something you can recommend game wise, movie wise, comedian, anything like that. We'll check it out and then we'll come on here and talk about it. So, and and hopefully the next episode I won't be like tore up from I'm, the floor up. Pretty sure you won't be. I don't think uh, we'll make it a habit of you no, getting shit No, no, I only get shit housed on my birthday. I mean, my birthday weekend. I mean, you got to get shit housed. And now Nobody that I, told me I missed out on my birthday. Well, I'm sorry. You know, and and, and now that I ain't got a gallbladders, it makes it like worse because I can take two drinks and it goes straight to my yeah. liver. So everybody knows when you ain't got a gallbladder. When you ain't got a gallbladders, it goes Ooh. straight to the liver. So yes. there you go. No filter. Well, you As know, we, I'd like... We've had a few of these. We've had one of these leaving the comedy club where you were shit house drunk. We've had a couple where you were on... You and Neil recorded one and I puked. <laughs> yeah, there was that. Uh, that, that, was, uh, that was when we went and seen... Uh, Andrew Dice Andrew, Clay. Andrew Clay. Yeah. yeah it was pouring I got, rain. I couldn't help it. So, me and Neil trying to record a podcast. The windshield wipers are loud as hell. And then all of a sudden... Pouring. Hey, and that's I how would, the podcast ended, actually. Look, I was on pain medicine, I okay? Was I was, I was on pain medicine, and the mix of the alcohol and the pain medicine made me sick. Yeah, so and, like, I couldn't help it. I mean, I, I don't ever throw a, up. I don't ever throw up. But that that just, it just happened, so. It, it turned into, uh, you know, a, uh, what do you say? Uh, Shitstorm? Safety, uh, community, community, not community service, but... Uh, public service announcement for not drinking and mixing your pain pills. Yeah, don't mix pain pills and drinking. So, it's not good. But Yeah, you remember me, I recorded one where you were really effed up on pain pills because of... Oh, uh, that was when I was talking about Pokemons at time. Yes. Yeah. That whole episode you were... Yeah, 
that's when I was battling kidney stones. Yeah. That time, yeah, it was pretty bad. I remember that. I was talking about catching Pikachus and stuff. There's, there's no recorded audio of me ever drunk. Oh. So, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing from all the stories I've heard. Um, Like, you've never been around for any of it. Come on. Um, Uh, Maybe a little, but not not nothing like no lampshades or blue blue dogs. No, not the fun stories. You've seen a little bit of it um, here and there. Um, I was made aware that in recent years, when I get drunk, um, I suddenly turn into Dave Chappelle as Rick James. Oh, yeah, he does. Um, was he, not aware of that until it was pointed out to me, and then the next time I got drunk, I realized, like, oh, shit, they're right. I do. He does. Uh, gets really loud. Right. He, he does that. He'll call when, people bitches. When I became it's aware of it, uh, <laughs> Rosie pointed it out, and we were, like, at her friend's house one time, and I didn't really notice it then. But then the next time... He I can't be able to drink up, bitches. Yeah, really, drink really up. drunk. We were at a after... <laughs> party for a Pro South show. There was all these different wrestlers there and the Jakar guys were there from Pennsylvania. Oh, it was embarrassing. And, uh, yeah, it's, one of those ti- it's one of those drunken times where you kind of step outside yourself, kind of like you're just watching this all unfold. And I do. I remember like I was hollering at somebody. I don't, maybe it was... I think I it was Big Toon. Might have, I don't think he was there, was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, was he? he was I there. I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, it's sad. I'm drunk, but yet I can remember yeah, stuff. So. Anyway, yeah. I had to write in the middle. I stopped. And go, oh, I get it now. Yeah, I do sound like Dave Chappelle doing Rick James, but I couldn't stop it. Um, but yeah, that's that's that was a fun night for some. Well, uh, that's when and uh, you know I'm, I'm starting my my inebriation start to wear off a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I didn't tell. I'm a little not drunk right now, but my throat is very sore from screaming yeah. at David Tell. So. Um, that's that's where I'm at. I sound kind of hoarse, but I am a little tipsy too. So. There's you know comedy shows we go to that you know there's spells in each you know oh it was funny you know you laugh real hard for a few minutes and then it kind of tapers off and then you have a few good jokes and tapers off. But like I laugh my ass off from like the minute he opened his mouth on stage, like it was well, it, it never it never let up. It seemed. You, you know, know the funny thing was about this concert. I've never had anybody really slip me their phone number. I had some dude ride on a napkin. He didn't slip me his phone number. He slipped me um, office supply tips. I couldn't read what the hell. Though. I didn't know what he had slipped you, but <laughs> it looked pretty dorky, so I wasn't too concerned. But, it um, was pretty funny because um, the first comic that came up, she mentioned something about people that worked in an office yeah, and people sitting and sitting at a desk all day. And so I'm like, yeah, I do that, I do that. And the guy was the guy across from me was like, yeah, I do too. Right on. And so he grabs a napkin and he writes on it, get the purple cushion, it's the best. And he put, sincerely, I don't know what his name is on it, but he put it. Dude across the table. Yeah, and so I'm looking at it, I'm like, nice. So I put it in my purse, and I didn't show it to Gene, so I, I know he's thinking, that dude just slipped through his phone number. And I'm thinking, no, honey, it's an office supply. Uh, I knew it was something along those lines just based on your response, but I couldn't read. I couldn't make it. I just thought that was really funny that that I got a dude. A dude sent me a napkin, not with his phone number, but office supply tips. Well, thank God when they started talking about sex toys later, he didn't write you another one. Like, oh, you got to try the, you know. (laughs) That that would have been. That would have been too wild. Yeah, that would (laughs) have been unfortunate. But yeah, anyway, fun show. Uh, There was. A strange table of people who called it all night from all comics 
Yeah, uh, they, they did. They took it well. They they played along, so it was it was funny. Yeah, it was it was great. Now I'm I'm glad we got to meet him. Afterwards, yeah, that was man. super cool because he's one like, I had heard he's not sociable, which we saw that. But um, and shout out to our friend Jonathan Craig who helped make that happen. Um, you know, probably wouldn't have got a chance to if it wasn't for him letting us stay behind after pretty much all the other yeah uh, everybody left patrons had left. So kudos to him for hooking that up because he he knew it was. Rosie's birthday celebration. And also, kudos to him for, uh, he made sure we got a seat right up front. Yeah, I mean, reserve we seats. Literally two feet. Fucking awesome. Two feet from him the entire show. Which, you um, know, when we sent him in Nashville, I, I mean, we said We did, but we, we were had to stand. We, we had to get in line at, at like two o'clock. four o'clock. It's two o'clock at eight o'clock show to yeah. stand in line to get those seats, too. So, these we were the last, you know, couple of people to walk in and walked right in and got our, our name was on the list. And, but you know, people are shitty. People are absolutely shitty. We get in line with like, I just shake my head at how shitty people are in public. Like you got people making out in line, like there ain't other people in line. Yeah. And, you know, dear God, man, I was about to puke. Did you see that? You seen that, oh, right? God, yes, I seen. That's why I, I mean, that woman had her tongue down like, that dude's throat. It's like, oh my God. He looks twenty like, years older than her. He did. He looked like he was seventy-two, man. She looked. She was like forty. We always see some weird shit like that whenever. It's in gross. And then the people in front of us, man, this chick looked like she was eighteen, and that dude looked like he was about forty-five. Yeah, no, was, and he's trying to act like he—he's Mister Know-It-All asshole with his fucking. Loafers on, and then his friend showed up, and he was exactly the guy that you expected to show up to be this guy. Exactly, friend. as he yelled to him over the phone, "Yeah, just come on up here and get in line with me and come through the door." So this motherfucker cuts in front of us, which ordinarily I wouldn't have been happy about, but all the while I'm knowing we've got a table up front, so fuck it, everybody can cut. I don't give a fuck. We're, yeah, really. We're set. Um, so, but that he dude was such a douchebag. Like, oh my god! Like he, like of course this guy's here, and of course he's in front of us because he is a raging fucking douchebag. Oh yeah, smoking his smoking his cigarette, blowing it all in everybody's fucking Hell, face. Yeah. I turned one time and got it right in the fucking face, and I'm like, you know, I understand if you smoke. Okay, that's fine. That's your business. If you you know you smoke, I ain't got no problem with that. I got a problem with you being a fucking asshole about it. That's my problem. Like, when you're an inconsiderate prick, blowing smoke in people's faces, and fucking butting your ashes all over them and shit, people that don't smoke or maybe have fucking allergies like me, that's probably why my fucking throat feels like it's closing up. Yeah, well, that and David Tell started smoking on stage. That's true, he did. And and I started coughing. Yeah, I mean, (coughs) I can't, you know, I mean, in my older years, I used to smoke cigars. So, I mean, I don't down anybody for smoking. I mean, I did it, you know? But, like, nowadays, my allergies are so bad. Like, I have to take allergy pills, like, every day. And smoke is not one thing that I I can really stand anymore. And, like, people, even people that vape, it's like, they're they're annoying, too. It's like, they they puff the shit out. It smells like blueberry waffle piss, and it's blowing in your face. We were standing in line at that GCW show a couple of Sundays ago and this bitch in front of us is blowing that shit out like a goddamn train in front of us. Oh, really? You know what's weird? Like, smoking indoors has become one of those, like, all this other PC shit that, that is out there. Like, you can't say this word, you can't say that word. But, like, it's become so, like, it's shocking. Like, to see, when he pulled out a cigarette, I'm like, he's not gonna light it. He's just gonna hold it in his mouth like he did on that Netflix special. But now yeah. he lit it. It's like, <gasps> like, 
I don't think you could be any more shocked if he pulled his dick out. Cause it's like, oh, you can't do <laughs> you that. You can't do that. <laughs> but he's, you know, he's the fucking headliner. He can do whatever the fuck But I have out. to say, though, I love, and, and I, I mean, there's people that are going to hate on this, and it's because I'm a non-smoker. I love that there's a smoking ban in clubs now. Oh, yeah. It's, because it's me as the non-smoker, I love it. I can enjoy the show and not have yeah. to cough to death. Oh, yeah. It's, so, it's, it's, it's and in restaurants, I can enjoy my meal without a side of fucking yeah. smoke. So, no doubt. No doubt. But those lines are always interesting because there's always some really old dude making out with some young woman. And there's all, and then you pointed out, but I mean, I've always noticed it. Like, these, these girls show up at these comedy shows. Dress like, on hookers, man. These little man. short dress on their tits hanging out. Like, who are you taking home? Like, who do you think going to Yeah, take? like, anybody wants to take David Tell home? I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like David but they Tell. Do it, it don't matter from David Tell to Pauly Shore to Chris fucking Catan. Like, every... It don't matter who it is we go see. That Every, every show's like that. Every I don't, show. I don't like know that. if it's just the fact they're coming to a club and they're hoping to yeah, hook up with somebody. Maybe that's know. it. And a lot of times they're with... Like almost every girl tonight that was in some sort of short dress or dressed like a hooch was with a guy. Yeah, every one of them. And I they mean, even mentioned from the stage like how every woman was with somebody tonight. It wasn't any single women except that one chick that yelled out. But that's uh, probably bullshit. Yeah, I'm sure they were playing, but I'm just saying like that's weird to me too. Like, all right, you're already with somebody, so why are I you mean, dressing I don't like you're to pick up? I mean, other than. I guess, you know, just showing off, you know, like, I mean, I'm a conservative woman most of the time. I mean, my my boobs don't hang out. My butt don't hang out. I mean, I try to be somewhat conservative. I mean, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with looking nice, dressing sexy, going to the club. Yeah. Whatever, you know. I mean, I've been there. I've been to the club. You know, I, I did it as a single chick, you know, and it. And you, you, you want to dress to a style that you track men, maybe. That's the thing. But, like, you don't want to look like a fucking 350 hooker that goes, me love you long time, 350, yeah. 350. <clears throat> I mean, like, I, I mean, literally, there was a woman that, like, I think her skirt was right above her fucking ass cheek. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, like, who are you here for? You know, I mean. And she was hugged up next to some dude the whole time. You know, so it's like... I mean, hey, if you're a dude and you're okay with that, you're fine. I'm not gay or anything. I mean, I'm not downing women who dress like that. I mean, whatever. But it's just kind of... I don't know. I just don't know what the intent is. A comedy club. Yeah, the comedy club. Like, if you're going out to a club, (coughs) club, fine. But, like, comedy club? Like, I don't know. And maybe they're going out afterwards. I don't know. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Shit. But I don't know what I found more funny was the fact as we're going through line, I looked down on the ground. There's like all these vodka bottles and shit, and I'm like, man, shit, people got shit housed out here waiting in line. Like you've seen those prices, they can't afford to get shit housed. Well, yeah, they get they get shit housed outside, but I mean, shit, our yeah, our tab was like seventy bucks, but you know, I mean, I had a sprite. Yeah, you had you had a sprite. (laughs) I had two vodka tonics and a a a beer, so. Yeah. And, and here we are. Yeah, and here we are. So, God, can you imagine how much it would have took to get me? Shit, $80 just for you. Yeah, or more. I don't know. And, and, and those drinks are pretty stout that they make, I have to say. I mean, it tasted yeah, okay. Down, shit, that's for sure. 
No, it ain't the watered down shit. They put they put the legit like it was gin and fucking vodka. I could taste the gin. And usually you taste gin. I mean, you taste it over vodka. It's there's a lot. Tell you another thing we're going to talk about here on the Jackson Reaction podcast, and maybe uh, maybe at some point we can uh, get Neil Taylor on here with us to talk about it with us since he was there. We're going to talk about our trip to Carrollton, Georgia, where we got to go and see where In the Heat of the Night was filmed. Oh. Uh, people have already seen the pictures on Facebook you know, <laughs> a month or two ago, but uh, we'll get out here and talk about it because we were all pretty, pretty enthused about it, I guess. Me and Neil were probably more enthused than you were, but you still were pretty happy about it, too. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, I grew up watching that. Everybody grew up, stayed at a grandma's house, grew up watching it in the night. I've been binge-watching the hell out of that show, Um, because as some people know, I have been sans employment for a couple of months, so I've been watching... Binge watching two, three, four episodes in the heat of the night every day uh, with my buddy Smokey and Roxy. Mimi didn't really seem to dig it that much. She went downstairs, but that's her cats. Uh, that's her cats. So yeah, I've got to spend a lot of quality time with them the last couple months. They're gonna be pretty bummed out Monday when I start my new job. Um, I didn't quite finish the whole series in the heat of the night. I'll have to get that finished up eventually. But um, yeah, the kitties are really Smokey anyways. And I got it. I got this drunky. Okay, I'm um, just making sure. I don't want you to miss the turn. Yeah. Because, like, I got to pee really bad. Uh, well, that's so, nice to mention, um, just saying. Know, the show there. Like, what, I need to get home, like, now. Yeah. So, <laughs> on that note, I guess it's time to Wind wrap it, down. it up or take it home, as they say in the wrestling ring. Uh, anything else you would like to mention or anything you want to tease for future episodes? Uh, um, maybe coming that people well, look forward to. Well, you know, to? this is the month of August. You know what comes up after August, don't you? September? No, the month after that. October? October. Oh, Do you know what October about? is? No, I have no idea. Woo, we got to get spooky with it. Oh, okay. Because it's October. That's right. You know, October 1st through 31st, Halloween movies, one a night till yeah. Halloween. Yeah. And you know what we have since we got all these glorious video games? We got some. We got some rather rare Atari 2600 gems yes. that I would like to play some and introduce to everyone. Controversial. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a huge... video games. Huge controversy back in the day. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, and when you see the graphics, it's like, oh, my God. Like, really? Yeah. Like, it, oh, it's we bad. Spoil it. I won't yeah, spoil whoa. it. What was that? Animal? What was, I don't know. What was that? That wasn't a cat. It's a big cat. No, that was a fox. Alright, well. I think it was a fox. I don't know. Anyway. It was large, whatever it was. Anyway. Anyway, so okay. we got that coming up. We're coming fresh off Shark Week. Um, oh yeah. That's like a national holiday so, for me. Yeah, we watched we watched some shark stuff. We watched an interesting movie about people stranded in a life raft with sharks around. That was uh, needed some riff tracks. It did, but like, actually, I mean, it was pretty. It was a pretty good story. I mean, to be to be a real story, though, I mean, it was pretty tremendous. Uh, Well, I mean, it was. It was based on a true story. It was based on a true story, but I mean, who knows uh, the details or? Oh, I'm sure it's TV dramatized. You know, like everything. But But I still like the guy who uh, investigated Biggie and Tupac was the boat captain. He's about the only one I recognized in the bunch. Josh Dermal. Yeah. Yeah. I say so. Uh, 
that's the only show I remember him from is uh, the big YouTube podcast. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. Mini series on USA. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of. I don't know, like, I guess C minus movies and things like yeah. that. Anyway, if you get a chance to watch that, check it out. It was interesting. That's Shark Week shows go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's it. Thank you all for listening. And uh, we will be back soon. I don't know how soon, but soon enough with another episode of the Jackson Reaction Podcast. And since uh, she's sobering up, I'll let Rosie officially close this up. Birthday weekend, bitches. Woo, woo. The Amish. I bet you they're having sex right now. Because they have to get up in three hours. <laughs> they must get into it in wild. I mean, what else did they have? Nothing. I'd love to hear them make love, wouldn't you? Oh, 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 Jebediah. Give it to me, you Abe Lincoln-looking motherfucker. Oh, oh, molasses. Give it to me, buggy style. Oh, yee, 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 nay. Oh, Jimmy Crackhorn and I don't care. I love making fun of the Amish. You know why? Because they're never going to find out. That's why they're out of the loop. That joke's so old it could vote. I know you're thinking, oh, Dave, Amish. Woo, who's next on your hit list? The Eskimos? Okay, here we go. The Eskimos, or as I call them, the Snow Mexicans. Let me tell you something. These nose robbers have had their way too long. This went from comedy show to clan meeting real quick, didn't it? I was actually up in Alaska, and uh, there was a clan meeting going on, and I'll tell you, that is the most bitter clan in the country. You know why? Because there's only one black fellow in the whole state. You go to a clan meeting, it's like, we gotta get Eric. Now. That woke some people up, huh? Do you know what really wakes me up? A tongue in the ass. Right out of bed. There's no snooze alarm on that. You are up. You're up, you're in a karate stance, you're shaking. The day has begun. I don't wear pajamas, everyone. I'm not trying to scare you, but I don't. Because I don't look good in pajamas. Look at me, a bald fat man in pajamas. That doesn't look very restful. That looks like escape mental patient on the loose. Tackle him quick before he gets to the dam. <laughs> Women like their men in pajamas. You know why, fellas? Because you can never win a fight when you're wearing pajamas. Because you'll be yelling and screaming and then your dick pops out of that little hole. And he always just pops out a little bit, like he knows there's trouble in the room. Why are mommy and daddy fighting? Is it about other mommy who loves anal sex? Why? What, keep talking about anal sex? You got it, here we go. Anal sex, or as I call it, the forbidden hello. There are no winners. That's why you have to make it look like an accident. <laughs> Enough said, move on, you're right. Anybody keep a diary here? Journal, captain's log? 
Here's something you'll never ever see written in any diary. When he rode up on his unicycle, I knew I had to have his cock in my mouth. (laughs) 